They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Breaking news in the world of the Combini. The Combini Boys that we know and love are in a courtroom battle after Matt's sudden declaration that Melon Pan is bad. Mike steps in to defend Melon Pan, but Matt stays on the offensive. Is Melon Pan good or bad? Will the Combini Boys be able to resolve their differences without it ripping the show apart? These are the questions we're hoping to answer today. Now let's head over to the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt. How's it going? It's going really well, you know. Uh, paid a visit to ye old Maine yesterday, Mike, trying to uh, get out of the rabid Boston real estate market, looking to find my own box with plumbing, electric, and heating mm-hmm. to spend my life in. So I uh, went up north, and it was a great, great day now back in, in Cambridge. How about, how are things with you over in Crudeau Bay? Yeah, things are good. We're entering the rainy season, which is always a time mm. when you're feeling just, you know, top of the world. You know, you wake <laughs> up every day, you think, wow, what a great day to be alive. Um, but uh, this weekend, we uh, we actually went to Mai Mai's parents' house, and her grandma is nice. helping Mai Mai to uh, grow some plants. So um, mm, great. soon enough, we're going to have some tomatoes. Mm. We're going to have maybe uh, some, some beans, and uh, who knows? Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, in general, you know, feeling pretty good. Well, that's great to hear. Uh, Mike, we got a lot to talk about today, as usual. What do you say we jump right in to the podcast? Yeah, yeah, that sounds good, Matt. And um, yeah, you know what? This one's an interesting one this week, <laughs> isn't it? Because, it sure uh, is. Because, Matt, what we're doing today, we're actually doing the first edition of Combini Courthouse. Mm. And um, what's Combini Courthouse? Well, let me tell you. Um, maybe you all, you know, if you're following our Twitter this week, maybe you saw there was some back and forth going on. Um, Matt, uh, you know, maybe it's best to sort of uh, let people know, you know, like, what, what, are, we, what are we talking about? What, what's going on? What's being litigated here today? Yeah, so we're going to be talking about... Uh melon pan mike and uh well how did we get here well yeah a few days ago i was i was a little bit frustrated we were, we were hanging at the uh 2159 follower mark and for whatever reason we just couldn't crack through 60. yeah and so um we were texting back and forth and i and i messaged you i said hey we'd have th- i bet we'd have three times as many followers if we just posted pictures of melon pan Mm-hmm. And uh, you you advise, hey, it's that it's worth doing that science. And I posted uh, a simple tweet. It was three images of three distinct types of melon pan with the text, melon pan, love it or hate it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was doing this from the toilet, by the way. <laughs> Fittingly, I I will add. And sure enough, Mike. That's been our uh, 14th best tweet this month, garnering 5,100 impressions, getting us over that 2,160 follower mark. And uh, just to put that in context, that's a top 2% tweet for us, okay? Mm-hmm. Literally no effort <laughs> that. And uh, it, just, it, just, it just sent me into this frenzy, Mike, because uh, we'll get yeah. into this in the trial, but I, I strongly believe that Melon mm-hmm. Pan is not just average, but below average, maybe even just plain bad. 
Wow. And yet uh, the rabid fan base for Melon Pan came out strong in support of this garbage tweet. Oh, my God. And sent us taking off. So uh, that's how we got here at this trial. Yeah. But, well, um, yeah. And I'd, I'd also like to say, I'm sure as our listeners can tell, Matt. He's flown into this sort of fit of rage. It's it's not like him. I've never seen him in a mood like this before. He's irrational. He's all <laughs> over the place. And it, it sort of culminated with him on Twitter. It's some man pointing his finger and screaming, I don't like you at the uh, melon pan. Um, and you know what? I was just thinking, you know what? This is a little bit too much, Matt. So, um, you know, I, you know. I went ahead and I released a statement, you know, apologizing to our melon pan loving fans. And Matt, you know, quick, right back. I'm not taking back the apology. I'm not sorry. Melon pan sucks. Yeah. So, um, all right, hold on, hold on, Matt. Before we get into the the court room, let's take a, uh, you know, some of our fans, like your mom and my mom and our our parents, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Might not know what melon pan is, so I'm just going to uh, quickly, you know, um, we're Please. just going to take a look at Wikipedia <laughs> is going to tell us what <laughs> melon pan actually is. We both, I think, were a little surprised. We didn't actually know what it was either in many ways. Um, so melon pan, here it is. It's, uh, as you can see, it's, it's a bread slash cookie sort of sweet snack in Japan. Um, as Wikipedia says, they're made from an enriched dough covered in a thin layer of crisp cookie dough. Um, you know, they're uh, they're soft inside and crunchy on the outside. And usually they look something like this. They're called melon because they're shaped like, uh, like melon, um, like cantaloupe, for example, the shell of a cantaloupe. Um, we actually thought it was the flavor, but apparently that's not actually the case. Um, but... This is not the only thing they look like. Um, melon pan can come in many forms and colors. Uh, this is from Matt's, uh, this his original post here. It can look as incredible as this and as so sort it of looks just... like a, Mike is showing what looks like a rock. Yes. Okay, this thing looks like, like it came from outer space and crashed into Earth at 3 billion <laughs> miles per hour. Okay, this thing does not look like food. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, so that, just getting the, you know, the brief introduction out of the way, Matt, I, I think it's about time for us to get into the court case. And um, since you are the prosecution, you know, uh, pleading the case that Melon Pan is not good, um, I think it's best if, if we have your opening statement to start. Yeah, thanks, Mike. And um, jury, listen up. Melon pan, there's so much to say about it, okay? First, as Mike just shared, it doesn't taste like melon. It's a misnomer. Also, some people say it's shaped like melon. Mike, in fact, just said that. Shit, it's shaped like a cantaloupe. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. I can't find, I challenge anybody to scour the earth to find a cantaloupe or any other kind of melon that is shaped like melon pan, okay? It's got this weird, stale crust. Some people say it's crispy. That we've been gaslighted to believe that means it's fresh, okay? <laughs> its flavor is pure sugar. Maybe, maybe if you close your eyes, go into a deep state of uh, disbelief, you can get a faint whisper of melon in there, okay? Mm-hmm. But here's what makes me most upset about melon, Panna. I did some research. I googled best conveni snacks, 
and nine relevant searches came up. Of those nine, four had melon pan listed as a top snack, including an article from BuzzFeed. By the way, top BuzzFeed comment on that article was, I miss melon pan. So good from 7-Eleven. What garbage, okay? What did that person experience to think that melon pan of all kinds, the one from 7-Eleven, is so good? quoting that person okay but here's what's really really makes me it's overshadowing way better bread let's talk about steam bread everybody a true conveni treasure it gets no love let's talk about pancakes stuff with margarine and maple syrup you're telling me melon pan is better than that i don't think so and ultimately mike like so many things this all comes back to baseball between 1997 and 2003, Nomar Garcia-Paro was a decidedly better shortstop than Derek Jeter. Just look up the stats, people. <laughs> but today, people only remember Jeter. In fact, ESPN is going to produce a documentary series just on him. Not even the New York Yankees, just Derek Jeter. But Nomar was a better shortstop between 97 and 2003 by every measure. Yet here he is, Jeter, getting all the damn glory because he lasted longer. He never got injured like Nomar did. He went up to the plate and hit rinky-dink singles day after day. That's what Melon Pan is. It's 3,400 rinky-dink singles stacked up over 1,200 years and 4 million plate appearances. Meanwhile, pancakes with margarine and maple syrup, that, that's no mar flying across the dirt, whipping impossible fastballs to turn first, turn hits into, into improbable outs. Steam bread is no mar blasting line drives 400 miles an hour over the green monster two and three times a game. But no one cares because we've got 3,400 rinky-dink singles over 1,200 years and 4 million plate appearances. Turn off the game, everyone. There's nothing to see here. Rest my case. Thank you for your opening statement there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not convinced that many people will be swayed by that, but if they are... Let me give you my rebuttal. This is my opening statement. As the defense, ladies and gentlemen, good day to you. I am Mike, one half of the Combini boys. And who knows, when this, court's over, when, this, when this case is over, maybe there will be no more Combini boys left. This might divide oh us up oh like boy. nothing is ever done. Oh, boy. Matt, let me tell you, you're talking about melon pan. You're talking about a true... Legend, okay? So many people, I think that when they come to Japan or they visit Japan, maybe one of the first sweets, the first snacks they get, it's that melon pan, you know? And it's very simple, you know, like you were saying and like we were talking about. It's nothing special, you know? It's sweet, but it's not too sweet. It's, you know, it can be hearty. You know, it, it's, it's really versatile. It can be a dessert. It can be... A breakfast, it can be a lunch for some people. I know that you'll probably vehemently disagree with that. But this is the important thing, Matt. Melon pan never hurt anybody. <laughs> Melon pan, it's like your grandma. You know? It's like your grandma. Just a sweet, nice old lady. Never hurt anybody. Everybody loves it. And I gotta tell you, when I saw that tweet of you pointing that finger... And saying, I don't like you anymore. 
I just imagined, you know, sitting down to dinner, 4th of July, you bust in the door, you, you run up into my grandma's <laughs> face and say, I don't like you anymore. And I think that's how many people feel when you insult Melon Pan, because it is such a classic. I will give you this map. Melon Pan is not the best thing at the Combini. And I agree. It, it doesn't deserve to be in that top range. However, first started in 1917. That is some staying power if I've ever seen any. And, you know, when you build a city, you know, if, it would be great if you could start from zero and you could plan every single block how you'd want it to be. But Melon Pan is like that tree, that big old cherry tree in the middle of the city. And you got to make these weird roads around it. And you know what? Maybe you think, if I was to build this city again from scratch, I probably wouldn't have that tree. But in, in actuality, it's that tree that adds <laughs> all of that great culture and beauty to your city. So Matt, I, I vigorously disagree. Melon Pan is not bad. In fact, Melon Pan is great. Thank you. Wow, Mike. Um... That was that was in a lot of ways beautiful, but uh, incorrect. So um, I'd like to now turn it over. We have some witnesses we'd like to bring to the yeah. stand, and That's if right. you don't mind, Mike, I would like to sure. first call okay. Marier to the stand. Okay. Who says typically the bread inside is way too dry, so oftentimes you just want the outside and nothing else. That was a tweet that got four likes, Mike. So a lot of people agree with Madier. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. All right. I'd like to next call Sakamichi Brewing to the stand, Mike. Sakamichi Beer says, Melon Pan is a C-rank snack. It's too crumbly, too dry, and it doesn't taste at all like melon. Also got four likes. C-rank snack, C-rank snack. You're damn right it is. Last, I'd like to bring to the stand Afro in Japan, who says, My levels of disappointment when I first came to Japan and tried melon pan was unreal. That got one like, Mike, from me. <laughs> Those are my witnesses, Mike. I rest my case. All right, Matt. Well, um, <clears throat> strong points, no doubt. But um, I think for my first witness, um, I would like to call Brian Ashcraft to the stand. To your original tweet, Melon Pan, love it or hate it? He said, I believe the correct question is, love it or like it? <laughs> Love it or like it, Matt. No, no hate in there. Okay. All right. Next, I would like to call Crew of Japan podcast to the stand. Crew of Japan podcast says, I hold these tastes to be self-evident that all melon pan are created yummy, that they are endowed by their conveni with certain undeniable flavors, that among these are yum, nom nom, and the pursuit of sugary goodness. I'll only back that statement because they bought us two chickies worth $10. So that's the only reason I support that statement. Yeah, thank y'all for that. 
Yeah, thank you. All right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, seriously, thank you all. That's awesome. <laughs> um, all right, Matt. And then my third and final witness. This is someone you know very, very well. Someone very dear to the Combini Boys universe. That's the spicy commentator has a has a has a voice message. Uh, so I call the spicy commentator to the stand. All right, let's hear what she has to say here. Hey, my my. So you know, Matt has been saying a lot of bad things about <laughs> melon pan. So what do you think? Is melon pan bad or is melon pan good? Melon pan's good. What? Why is melon pan good? It's delicious. <laughs> Inside. <laughs> Skin? Outside? Outside, yeah. Saku saku. 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 Thank you, spicy commentator. <laughs> See ya, Matt. Um, yeah, Matt, I don't know if you have any rebuttal to that, but uh, that was the spicy commentator. Yeah, I don't know if she was saying the outside is saku-saku or outside is sucks-sucks. It was unclear to me in that statement there. No, of course, you got to respect everything the spicy commentator has to say. She is really one of Japan's foremost experts on sweets. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a strong, strong witness, Mike, for sure. There's no doubt yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Mike, we've each called three witnesses made our statements on melon pan, but it's really up to the jury to decide is melon pan good? Yes or no. Yeah. And we have a poll out on Twitter that just mm -hmm. launched about 15, 20 minutes ago. We'll check in at the end of the podcast. Right now, I got to say, Mike, you're winning. Yeah. 48 votes are in. 71% are for yes. So uh, mm -hmm. we'll see if that holds by the end of the podcast. All right, man. Well, things are getting a little bit too tense here. And um, I have to say, you know, you had some really great points. And, you know, maybe I overreacted you know um maybe uh you know i have to change the way what's in my heart as well but um <laughs> all right matt anyways hey let's move on we'll leave it up to the jury to decide um okay matt so we're heading over to the chicky wars matt um this week we have a couple of chickies um i don't know if a couple is the right word. We at least have 1.5 chickies. Um, Matt, I'm going to show you what we're looking at this week. So first off, coming out of 7-Eleven, we got the Nanakara Momo. Mm. That's the thigh meat. Um, this is a chicken nugget, Matt. Um, it's 60 yen. Um, you got any thoughts on this one? Yeah, a few thoughts. Uh, first, I don't think this is new. The Nanakara has been out for a while. So uh, interesting that 7-Eleven is declaring this a new product. Um, I'm... Curious that you can buy just one for 60 yen. <laughs> Who buys just one chicken nugget? This doesn't seem... Usually bundle these together in a box with 
five to ten and sell them for like three dollars or 300 yen so i'm not really sure what the strategy is here selling single chicken nuggets for 60 yen mm-hmm. um so gotta say this just seems kind of like a lazy effort here from 7-eleven yeah i agree i will say that um one thing i thought is you know if you i kind of like the idea of maybe if you have a box of of um like karagekun or something if you're just like hey add in two more Hey, that wouldn't be bad. But then you have a, a problem with the size of the box. So, but um, yeah, I agree. Nothing really exciting here. And like you said, I am seeing a little bit of deja vu. Um, but one thing that might not be calling up scenes of deja vu, that is um, the cheese spicy chicken. Mm. This is from mm. Family Mart. Mm. Now, this is not a family chicky. This is the spicy chicken with the cheese inside. Matt, this is cheddar cheese and black pepper. Um, with a spicy fumi, you know, and a spicy little flavor there. Um, Matt, uh, this looks pretty interesting. What, what do you have any thoughts on this one? Yeah, I'm a little bit... Uh, so this is not a cheese and chicky because the cheese is not in the chicken. It's, it's oh. It goes fried outer crust, layer of cheddar cheese, layer of chicken. Um, oh. I do think this is progress when it comes to cheese chickies because they're not trying to stuff three different kinds of cheese like you usually see like a gouda a mozzarella and a cheddar in there here we just got cheddar mm-hmm. which i think is you know that's a smart play cheddar i think is it's a pretty strong cheese i think about like a like a english coast cheddar that's going to be a pretty powerful flavor i don't know where they're procuring this cheese from probably not the english or the welsh coast it's probably from uh <laughs> you know a series of tubes and and uh bunsen burners and things like this uh yeah but yeah i i i i think this is interesting i also really like the black pepper it's always good to have some pepper to cut the cheese (laughs) cut the cheese Um, anyway so this looks good to me mike yeah i agree um nice price as well 170 that's a you know standard uh chicky chicky range and you're getting a little bit of extra cheese in there as well um yeah i i enjoy the spicy chicken it's a little bit drier um which kind of makes me think that maybe the cheese will uh suit well with it something that we've seen a problem with the chickies in the past is it's just just way too much juice and you know when you try to put that cheese in there it just doesn't work um yeah i agree a lot of you know some interesting innovation here it looks like um i guess the the proof will be in the pudding that's right mike so um that's it for the chicky wars this week two chickies one definitely not new one that actually looks pretty interesting on a family mart now it's on to the scoreboard mike where we look at the new items coming out of the conveni for next week the numbers we got family mart 59 new items lawson 29 7-eleven 83 mini stop 27 daily yamazaki 8 seiko mart 5 poplar still unknown new days 18 your reaction to those numbers mike um let's see here uh in general seem pretty standard except 7-eleven down a little bit um Mm -hmm. i'm not Mm -hmm. sure what the cause for that would be it is entering rainy season i'm wondering if there is some sort of connection there but i hope that uh you know they got steam you know this is a this is a tough time when the it's dark out a lot of rain Mm -hmm. you know this is when you want to get to the kombini and really cheer yourself up so 
I hope they're not slacking off, and I, I hope that, uh, you know, they got plenty more coming next week for us. No doubt about it. Could be rainy season, bring the team down. Hopefully they, mm-hmm. you know, get a few extra of those powerful lamps, get the team back up and going. All right. <laughs> now let's, let's take a look at our winners and losers for the week. We each picked out an uh, item that looks rather good and one that looks uh, pretty terrible. So let's dive right in here, Mike, and see what your loser amongst this week's new items is oh yeah matt if you can scroll down to number three there <laughs> i think you know what this is and you can zoom right uh, in there jeez louise yep um matt um yeah it's it's been a while since i've seen an item that i was that was just so much a loser for me this is uh seiko mart this is their chikua bread with horseradish sauce Mm. Um, Chikawa, what's Chikawa? Chikawa is the flappiest thing in the Oden tank, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> this is a fish cake fish that cake. usually has a hole throughout the center. It's long, sort of like a like a sausage almost, but in the center is a hole usually. Um, a lot of times I fill that up with cheese. I don't know. I, I really don't like Chikawa, I gotta be honest. Um, every <laughs> once in a while we'll go to uh, Mai Mai's parents house and her grandma often makes a chikua and cucumber um mayonnaise dish and oh. you know that's um that, that mm-hmm. one always um scares me so matt <laughs> all right i'll just put it just put it right out there there's there's no first off chikua fish cake in the bread in bun, like that no. just in a bun oh no. god it just scares me even thinking about it um there's so many things you could put in a bun um you know, Chikawa is not one of those things that even needs to get up there. I mean, you could put anything in there. You could put chocolate. You could put, you know, really anything at all. Um, yeah, man, just in general, uh, you know, it's been a long time since I've found an item that um, I, I just disliked this much. And so this is this is a total loser for me this week. Yeah, Mike, I, I had my eye on this as well. And no doubt about it, putting a tube fish cake inside of a bread. Not only is that bad, it's dangerous. Like you're saying, you could put anything in there, including a sausage. Yeah. And, you know, I feel for the poor, inexperienced convenie goer who's going to look at that bread and think it's Mm -hmm. a sausage in there. They don't know what chikua is yet. They think chikua is the Japanese word for sausage. It's actually mm-hmm. wiener or sausagey. Mm-hmm. And they're going to bite in there and think, oh, that's not like any sausage I've ever tasted. Oh, wait, this is gross. Yeah. So this is a landmine that is definitely going to blow up a few inexperienced conveni players. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. All right, uh, let's take a look at my loser for this week, Mike. I got something here out of Family Mart. This is the big Shawesson wiener here, okay? We're, we're looking at a shrink-wrapped wiener. This is a single shrink-wrapped wiener. And uh, they're claiming on the package that this is the fattest wiener of all time, okay? This thing looks like... But this thing is this a is this a sausage or a sex toy here, Mike? Am I supposed to put this in my mouth or up my butt? Okay. Oh, and don't forget to heat it up in the microwave as instructed there. Whew, Thirty seconds on that. Watch out, ladies and gentlemen. 
Um, this better come with some mustard or some french fries because otherwise it's just a shrink wrapped wiener. Why are people buying this? I don't understand it. This is my loser out of Family Mart this week, Mike. Yeah, Matt. Um, first off, come on now. This is not the <laughs> thickest wiener ever. Maybe in Japan. Um, this doesn't even look that thick. It just looks like a normal sausage. Um, and they're really promoting that it, it, is, it is extremely thick. Um, Matt, you know what? I got to say, I, I almost feel like, hey, you know what you do? You take that chikwa bread... You get that chikwa out of there, and then you throw this big boy in there. Yes, yes. Then you've got yourself at least, not a winner, but you at least got something edible. Yes. Um, Matt, uh, yeah, uh, this is, this is uh, I'm skeptical of the claims. And like you said, like heating this up in a microwave and just eating this as it is seems a little dangerous, to be honest, because I imagine you bite in this thing, it just blows you away. Um, Matt, uh, yeah. This is, this is definitely a loser. So much more they could have done with this thing instead of just leaving it by itself. Yeah, and I'm really struck again by the... They're, again, saying this is the fattest wiener in history. You know, they have the kanji there. I thought at first it said Sai Dai, which means biggest, but the kanji for big and fat, it, the only distinguishing factor is this little dash between the legs of the big. And I thought, oh my God, they're saying this is the fattest wiener of all time in history actually is what they're saying in history all right let's move on to our winners here let's step out of the loser circle and uh take a look at what you picked out as a winner this week mike yeah oh yeah like. oh yes oh, yes boy. matt oh, um oh, matt there are sometimes and oh. often uh this is uh coming out by the way this is coming out of lawson and mm -hmm. this is that sort of lawson item where it's almost you don't know what it is um it's almost like extraterrestrial like somebody brought this to earth and not to mention the name matt this is the yudurupu <laughs> custard pudding um okay so you know just mm. reading the description this is a soft pudding that they've mixed uh, uh, cream into to give it an mm -hmm. extra um, soft uh, texture. And then it also has custard sauce on top. Um, mm. And the, the way that this thing looks, it's a cup of pudding, but then at the top, it almost looks like, like, a, like, a, like an egg almost, like, a, like maybe like a soft boiled or like a hard boiled egg. But this is actually pudding and mm. pudding sauce on top of this. It looks so jiggly i really want to just take this and just kind of shake it and see what happens because mm -hmm. it looks so damn good matt this is uchi cafe this is lawson at its best um these are the types of things that you just see and you just get excited and make you actually happy like you know um and uh you know thank you lawson for another awesome item with the yudududu Lawson has a few awesome desserts out this week. This is definitely the one that caught my eye. Mm -hmm. It really looks spectacular. I don't, it looks like, um, it, I mean, it looks like you just want to kind of dip in there and have a soak in oh, that, in that yeah. pudding and, and oh jiggly. Oh. oh man, I bet if you heat that up for a couple seconds, oh, oh my God. <laughs> I, it's impossible to... I've never seen something that looks this luscious 
I yes. think is the right word. That, yes. Yeah, it does. It looks like an egg on top, this kind of mound there. But that's, yeah, that's that's custard pudding, ladies and gentlemen, <sighs> topped with some nama cream on top, a little sauce. I don't think mm. I, I got to stop looking at this. This yeah, is yeah, yeah. truly spectacular. Yep. Yep. All right. All right, my winner for this week, Mike, this is out of, uh, also out of Lawson, and this is on the savory side here. We're looking at um, oh my chicken nuggets wrapped in skin, mm. pumped with shichimi, mm. spicy seasoning, and then fried. Okay, so we got oh little chicken nuggets God. here wrapped in skin. The skin is fried and crispy. It's all like bubbly. And then it's got the injection of the shichimi, that that mm. peppery spice. Mike, mm. we talked about this a few weeks ago. Lawson has somehow figured out how to inject flavoring under breading. Mm. We share that with the yuzu kosho karaage-kun. Yeah. This achievement, no doubt about it, belongs in the same breath as the Apollo program, Manhattan <laughs> Project, etc. But now, as we suspected... They're beginning to run with this, and now they've injected shichimi under fried chicken skin. This is not breading, ladies and gentlemen. This is chicken skin. Now, I do have one question, which is chicken balls aren't wrapped in skin in nature, of course. Mm -hmm. Sure. Sure. (laughs) You don't just, like, (laughs) peel off, like, monkey bread from a chicken fully wrapped chicken skin so somehow lawson is taking these chicken nugget meat the chicken nugget meat wrapping it in Mm -hmm. skin with some kind of adhesive injecting it with the shichimi and then frying it this looks absolutely spectacular i can't imagine a better snack to have with a ice cold foamy konbini beer Good God, Matt. Um, (laughs) Thank you for picking this up because, to be honest, I looked at this and Mm. I didn't really realize what was happening at first. And now that I see, I'm completely blown away. All right, a couple of points here. First off, you're exactly right. They're using that that technology that they developed... with the Karage-kun and they're they're not just you know letting it go to waste just with one item you know they're not wasting their you know uh r&d dollars Mm. they're they're trying to expand this out and i say that's awesome because let's be honest shichimi that's one of the great spices shichimi seven spices it's usually like a spicier spice um a mix of spices it's great it's awesome um and matt on the point of the chicken wrapped with uh, chicken skin, yeah, it seems a little redundant, but no. Because if you've ever had yakitori mm-hmm. in Japan, you... So we've talked about this before. In, I feel like in the States, at least when I was growing up, people say chicken skin, that's bad. You can't eat that. It's not good for you. You got to take it off the chicken. One of the great shams of our generation. <laughs> because chicken skin is no doubt the best part of the chicken. Delicious. And I got to agree. This looks amazing because they're taking that fried chicken skin, oh man, <laughs> wrapping that chicken nugget mm, and putting in that shichimi sauce. Matt, if I would have understood what this was, this would have been my winner for the week. This is, this is, an, this is the next generation of kabini item coming to, coming to life here. Amazing item. One of the best I've seen this year for sure. 
Yeah, no doubt about it. So, uh, yeah, a lot of exciting new stuff coming out of Lawson this week. Everybody head over to your local Lawson, which is probably no more than two minutes away. Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, that's going to wrap up the podcast for this week, Might mm-hmm. uh, We had the big trial to start out, so uh, right. we're going to close with just a couple of segments this week. We do want to check in. We put yes. it to the jury, Mike, and yep. we want to see... We issued that poll. Is Melon Pan good? Yes or no? 63 votes are now in. There still are 23 hours left on this poll. But yes, Melon Pan is good. Still holding a dominant lead at 70% of the vote. No, garnering just 30%. So it looks like Melon Pan is going to take this home. Wow. Uh, <laughs> How are you congratulations. feeling right now, Matt? How are you feeling? Uh, a lot of education left to do out there. Um, but, you know, hey. You can't win every battle, but uh, doesn't mean you shouldn't go to the battlefield. You know? Okay. All right. So, uh, congratulations on making your case, Mike. Even though thank none you. of those people actually have heard it yet. So, um, <laughs> also, we'd like to thank a few more people. First, thanks to Crew yes. of Japan. They have yes. a podcast, by the way. It's K R E W E. They're on Twitter. Also have a podcast. Check it out. Thanks for buying us two chickies, ten bucks. If you want to buy us Thank a chickie, support the podcast. Head over to Buy Me a Coffee uh, slash Conbini Boys. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate the support. Thank you. Also, th- thanks, thanks to everybody for listening. You can uh, check out the podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify. I can't close a friggin' podcast. <laughs> the city calling me and my cat taking a dump in the litter box or my neighbor doing full reser- renovation on his apartment upstairs. All right. Thanks to everybody for listening. Please share and rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, however you get your podcasts. If you uh, want to see everything that we're looking at, check us out on YouTube. Subscribe, like, also check us out on twitter facebook instagram we're really active on twitter you can join the convo there if you have a convenient memory don't call 617-453-8207 google cut off that number because we weren't using it you can you can hit us up at anchor.fm slash boys you can be limited to 60 seconds but leave us a convenient memory or composition thanks everybody for listening and mike i'll see you at the convenient see you at the convenient matt